Keep it locked right here. You're in the field with Trackstar Sports. What's up, y'all? This is Jay Jock, host of the Hawks on the Hardwood podcast, your one-stop shop for the Atlanta Hawks. Here you can get all the info on the Atlanta Hawks and keep up to date on the happenings surrounding Atlanta's pro basketball team. So listen every Saturday to Hawks in the Hardwood only on Trackstar Sports. Hey yo, what's up? It's your girl Erica Mason, aka Miss Pretty and Radical, and you are in a field with Trackstar Sports. Let's get it! Stay tuned for Debate Fuel, your new favorite podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of the Debate Fuel Podcast. I am DJ Jeremiah with Rick Sincere and Derek M. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. I'm doing great. Good, man. We're going to get... Go ahead. No, no, I just wanted to say I'm I'm happy you kind of allowed this to happen. I know you've been against this whole situation. Not being... Still am. (laughs) I still am. Still am, but I mean, right, desperate so. times call for desperate measures. All right, man. So let's get into this um, this this week. Of course, follow us on Debate Fuel, follow Trackstar Sports, Debate Fuel Facebook group. We 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 clean the house in there a little bit, but you can still join. Um, uh, just follow us on all our social media. All right, here we go. Let's get it. We're gonna start off with some NFL. Mark Ingram, what's going on with your boy? Um, Sincere. Man, um, so apparently last year for him was an incredible year, right? Um, and I know I don't know how much that was aided by performance enhancing drugs. Um, he yeah, had that good game. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. It looked like <laughs> he looked faster. He did look faster, but he looked smaller too. Um, it, but anyway, he has a four game suspension for performance enhancing drugs. He's appealed in. I think he lost that appeal. And so yeah, now, he lost that appeal um, in five minutes. I think. Yeah, and so which which I think wait, is wait, very I'm wrong. sorry, say that again. You say he lost the pill or he took a pill. Which one? Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> he lost the appeal. Oh, okay. So he, he lost the appeal, man, and and I think I'll say this. I think um, that that appeal processed very quickly. So I don't really know. Um, I don't, I don't know what was his appeal. You know what I mean? I, like most appeals take a little while for you to lose, but um, yeah. according to Ian Rappaport, the Saints have known about this prior to the draft, and they knew about it, and still in the draft, they did select a running back, but when they selected a running back, it was in the sixth round, they went for Boston Scott, and Boston Scott is a very, very small running back. He's like 5'6", right? He's 5'6 and some change. He's um he's fast. He's a four four forty guy, but he was more so for their special teams as opposed to um a running back that is supposed to carry the ball between the tackles, even though he was a feature running back for Louisiana Tech. So in my estimation, he's not the guy who they were bringing in to replace Mark Ingram at all. He's simply a guy they were bringing in to, to return kicks and, um, you know, return punts. And so because of he's like you know, more of a special teams guy, I don't see this, you know, as being um, like an end-of-the-day replacement. Mark Ingram is somebody who is very, very um, – He's very good. He's a very good player. I don't I don't see him being a feature running back this season. I think they're going to start shifting a little bit more to Kamara 
as opposed to having Mark Ingram as the main guy. So most people already see that as the thing, as Kamara being the, the main guy and um, Mark Ingram being the two punch in the one-two of the punch. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, they they I'm, should I'm, focus more on Kamara anyway. I don't, I don't think so. In my estimation, I don't see that as, as the thing. Um, I know Kamara is great between the tackles, but Kamara is also somebody um, who, you know, goes out on routes. Like, he's somebody you can put in the slot. He's somebody you can, um, you know, put out wide. He is very versatile. I don't know what he'll look like at the end of the day, but a lot of people believe that, you know, they're, they're going to shift to make him more of a Todd Gurley type feature running back. Mm. So in my estimation, um, this is this comes at a very bad time for Mark, man. Very bad time. Because he's in the last year of his contract and he's trying to hold out right now and not come in to work out and not come in um to um camp until he gets a contract worked out, which I think is very um I think this is very a very bad move for him in, in my mm-hmm. estimation. Gotcha. Yeah, that ain't what, what what do you think, um do you think Derek Oh, I don't think there's a reason to hold out for him at this point. Like, you might as well just go in. It's, to me, it's almost similar to the Odell Beckham situation. Well, not really. Um, both want their money, but uh, I think I think, I think think they both will get it, but I think it's going to be at a discount. I think they're going to have to take less than what they really want to take if they're going to stay where they are. Um so we'll we'll see where it happens, but I will say it's similar to Odell in the situation in the fact that um, it's interesting that this news comes out going into his contract year. Um, so I don't know. We'll but there wouldn't be any news if there wasn't any PED usage. Yeah. Um, so it's not like you know it. he denies it though. So I mean I'm not. You say he denies it? Well, I wanna. Yeah, he, okay. he denies it, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. I want I don't know test. what to believe, but I mean, you're innocent until proven guilty, right? So, I, I mean, I if, love he ha- if he has something, if but he, he lost that pill very that quickly. Proves, he did. He did. But if if he has something that proves that it, that that um, he wasn't on it, then you know that that'd be a good thing to to bring out now. I mean, going into a contract year, that's going to drive his uh, that's going to drive his price down. It it really will, especially when the position is so um, underappreciated right now, right? You got guys like Le'Veon Bell, who's the absolute monster at his position. He can't even get the yeah. type of pay he wants, right? Yeah. And he's thinking about holding out. So if, if Le'Veon Bell won't get now, Le'Veon Bell, I'm sure he's you know he, he's trying to cash in. He's really trying to cash in. But if Love Bell won't get that, Mark Ingram won't get that. Even though Mark Ingram, this is his is, is a Pro Bowl year for him. He's a Pro Bowl running back. But at the same time, they still believe they can find those that Diamond doesn't. Yeah, but you're not going to view Ingram and Bell in the same in the same light. Not at all. That's why I think this is not a good look for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's sad, but. You know, it is what it is. Yep. All right, man. Um, we're going to stay with the Lions. Talk about Matt Patricia. Uh, a case came up. Uh, I, I believe he's now the new head coach 
for the Detroit Lions, and um, something came up about him in his past, man, that he was charged with, um, was he charged with, not rape, but charged with some type of sexual assault case, and they just broke it up. What you guys think, man? You know what I find interesting about this whole thing? Um, yeah. The fact that the New England Patriots, didn't, they said they knew nothing about this. So the Patriots doing a background check never found anything. The Lions doing a background check never found anything. But a journalist in Detroit brings us up and, and finds what those two teams could not find. I find it interesting that they both say that they, they never they never saw it or never knew anything about it. Um, it's an interesting situation, but uh, because now he, he's the head coach with the NFL investigating him, if they find something that's against what he claims, then what does that mean for the future of Detroit? Yeah. I mean, it means that they may suffer the same type of fate that the Indianapolis Colts did when they thought they had their coach in hand and didn't. And then they would have but to it, scramble. But if, his, if, if but his happens, his, go ahead. But here's the thing, though. Like, even though you may have something, that doesn't mean that, like, like it's, it's, everybody has a past. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has something that somebody could bring up you trying to go for you try to be something big at your job or you're trying to be big doing something huge and big and you get popular, then all of a sudden something comes up from your past. That happens all the time. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you're something that you like trying to sweep under the rug or something that you like trying to get away from, it's going to come back up. You know what I mean? So but, but I think I think they didn't do they didn't have to do the research because it wasn't there. No, nah, there's a difference between like a petty crime and sexual assault. Like it is, sex, but what I'm saying is, is just something is, that is different. Huh? No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying if if you're if you're going to invest a a, a, a pretty nice amount of money into a guy to coach your team, whether that's an assistant coach, head coach, whatever, um. I think that that having um, a history or a uh, past that has sexual assault allegations in it might be something that comes up during the background check. But not only that, it's something that you would address. Now, not to say that, that he doesn't deserve to have, have a job um, uh, as a head coach, but I, I feel you would do your due diligence with um, doing that kind of background check on someone um, that's going to, that you're investing into. Um, but, so that's what I'm saying. The idea that, that, that neither team saw this, but a journalist is the one that found out about it, I, to me it's interesting. I, personally, I believe they turned a blind eye to it. because. Nothing about... Let me ask you a question ahead. real quick. How much of yep. this is Me Too? Like, how much is this Me Too versus we just found this? You know what I'm saying? Because well, like, let's say the prime example, let's, let's say this, for example, and I'm, I'm going to let you go. Let's say this, for example, let's say the Me Too movement wasn't as hot as it is now or that the whole subject of the matter wasn't wasn't as important it is as it is now. Because 
I'm thinking like if like think about the Patriots. If this guy's been a, a coach, uh, one of the coaches on the Patriots for a couple years, and and the Patriots winning championships, and none of this come up, just because the Me Too movement is hot right now, stuff can come up. You get what I mean? Like how much does yeah. the Me Too movement have to this case? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, does it matter if it's the Me, it's the me Too? Sexually. Yeah, but. No, I'm not saying it matters. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like for years, this guy's been with the the Patriots, and they're winning championships and championships, and he's getting rings, and nobody said nothing until he became a head coach. You get know what I mean? Like, like this information should have came out when they like, oh, that dude was on the team. Check That's this out. Why like, this... I'm saying that the New England Patriots, I believe, they knew about this before, but it, it, it is something they turned a blind blind eye to. You're not going to be able to tell me that that two teams that ha- that have already hired this guy did background checks on him, did not find this out, but a beat writer could find it out. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying assaulting female sexually has never been, um, you know, not news. Does that make sense? Like, it's always been news if it, if it were to ever happen. And it's not just like that it's hot right now. This is a, a big and horrible situation. At the same time, no, but if it's true, wait, wait, if now. it's true, if it's true, then justice has never been served for this particular situation, right? But yeah. you got to look at the whole case. It's 22 years old. It's a 22-year-old case, plus it got thrown out because she refused to testify. Now, we also don't know why she refused to testify, and that's that's something that, um, you know, that's that's a big deal because there's, there's a few different reasons why a woman would refuse to testify in that type of situation. If she was threatened in some way, shape, or form, or if she felt, you know, scared or fearful in some way, shape, or form, or was made to feel that way, then that's probably why she didn't testify at the time. Or right, or she didn't have anything to say. It's, it's two things to, to go from that, right? Or she didn't feel like she claimed sexual assault and it really didn't happen, and so maybe that's why she didn't say anything. So it's, it's two ways that that can go, right? Um, at the yeah. same time, Matt Patricia is saying, hey, look, I was innocent then. I'm innocent now. It's a 22-year-old case. I've I never sexually assaulted this woman, and you know I mean I'm, I'm, he's standing by that. Now she can't be contacted, so they reached out to her, tried to contact um, her for um, you know a comment or a statement, and she's still not saying anything. So I don't know what's her reason for silence, and because we don't know what's her reason for silence, we can't say, oh man, you know he's he's innocent, it's not a big deal. We we can't say because we don't know. And so yeah. I think because she's not saying anything, I don't think this is a Me Too situation because in the Me Too movement, she she says something very loudly. No, but what I'm saying is, y'all, y'all get what I'm saying. I'm, say, I'm saying I'm the Me Too movement. I'm saying the Me Too movement based off of based off of the the time we're in versus like you're, like you see you're what I mean about you're talking about the 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 fact that all these sexual assault cases that are coming out from the past and women are speaking up about it, whether that's allowed this to have uh, legs legs or not. So, no, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I, saying, I'm just saying this is the time that I'm saying that the Me Too movement, like, it's so huge and so big for women that this came up right now. Like, think about it. Like, why didn't this come up when, the, when he was with the Patriots? And he's been with the Patriots for what? How many years? Yeah, but well, you hear what I mean? That's why. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying they knew about it. They just it under the rug. Yeah, I mean, it, it's that's nothing new. 
because it, 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 think about this. The, the the fact that there's a lot of this stuff coming out now um, with different celebrities or, or whatever you're hearing, um, we're living in a time now where where people are, um, they feel like they're able to stand up for themselves and have a voice, whether this was something that happened 20 years ago or Two years ago, whatever. Yeah, it's 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 something that people are feeling now because if you think about it, twenty years ago, no one was going to uh, take this seriously. I mean, Derek, let me which is why let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Are, are you okay if you get indicted for sexual assault, but you don't get mm-hmm. convicted, and the case gets thrown out? Are you putting that on your application? I'm asking you and Jeremiah. No, you don't have to put that on your on your application. But what I'm saying is that anyone that hires you that 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 you're um, applying for a job with, when they do a background check, stuff like that is going to come up. That's not something that's like a that's not a, like a a, a a sealed case or whatever. But the I mean, case got thrown out. How do you know it came up? If the case if the case gets thrown out, it's and still it was public years record. Ago. It's still public record though. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not as if this is something that's just erased out of the books, they still have records of these of these things. So that's what I'm records saying. Records of like, your innocence, though. No, no, listen, listen. Because he was not found guilty of it does not mean he didn't do it. Those are two No, I understand things. that. We just talked about that. Yeah, I understand that. Two but different it, things. So, but at the same so time, right, it's still, it's still a case that was thrown out. It was a case thrown out. I agree. But all I'm saying is this is not something because the Patriots came out and said they never knew anything about this. They said that. The Lions as well. So I'm saying what I'm saying is if you're doing a background check on someone that you're hiring and you're investing a lot of money into, you're going to find that. That's that's public record. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's not that's not something that's hidden. So the the, the idea that neither team knew about this to me is is preposterous. Because there's no way on this planet that you can have public record like that. And when you do a criminal background check or whatever, you look, you see that, and and it not be acknowledged. I don't think they knew, and I'm gonna tell you why I think that. I think I don't the think so either. Background check, yeah, the background check wasn't thorough, so I don't think it was a thorough investigation of this this player. I mean, not player, but this coach. I think when it comes to players. They do thorough investigations like that. My bad. When it comes to first and second round players, it, it, they do thorough investigations like that. And the reason they do a thorough investigation is because they're going to make a millions of dollars investment in this guy. Plus, they know that they can lose the player if this situation arises during their time with them. But in a coaching situation, a coach a lot more I know than what the player but is going to make. I know then why are, would you, you not do likely. a thorough background check? They don't do the same thorough background check. You see all the time where, okay, for instance, even in the draft, um, Josh Allen, right? So Josh Allen, his tweets from a long time ago got bought up right before the draft. Y'all remember that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right before the draft, Josh Allen's racist tweets pop up. Now, I went, I went through the tweets, right? And so when I go through the tweets, it does sound like rap lyrics, right? He said he's got a family guy. It, yeah, but it sounds like rap lyrics. He can say yeah. they came. No, he said they're rap lyrics, and uh, they could be from that too. But no, they're not from Family Guy because Family Guy rarely just says the N word on national TV. 
Oh no, okay. I didn't. Oh, he. So they're rap lyrics. I, I only read. I only saw one tweet. I only saw one tweet that they were. You talking, talking about the the about. white is right, right? White is right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's another tweet that that's particularly uh, problematic. But um, that that one, oh, but the other one with the N word in it. Yeah, those are Ooh. rap lyrics. But they did okay. they did a thorough background check on Josh Allen, pulled up all his Twitter history, and then released that to the public right before the draft the same way that they did it the previous year with another player who plays for the Dolphins now. And so yeah, they can, I, can, I, can I give you a theory on, on that? Can I give yeah. you a theory on that, though? I yes, believe sir. that that was something that uh, one of the teams that wanted Josh Allen did to um, lower his draft. Uh, uh, stop, so that they can yeah, leave, so they can get they can have a better chance of getting him because it was something that come on, tweet, Twitter history is something that that you can you can go back and on and, and look at. You can just type in keywords and you can find what someone says on the on their Twitter. Um, so I, what I believe is that someone had that because they released it what a day or two before the draft. Um, it that, it didn't me, that affect him at all. It didn't affect him. No, that to me that was more strategic in, in trying to get his draft uh, stock to fall. What I'm saying is that if you're paying, if you're you're investing more money into a coach than you would an individual player, um, you're going to do a background check. Look, 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 look. Jobs that pay twelve dollars an hour do a thorough background check. So no, they do a background they do. check. No, they do. They do. They I'm do not saying it's extensive. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's extensive. But That's what they I'm saying do, to you. I don't think this they is do the, extensive well, background see, check. Thing, if, you're, if, you do a, if, you, if you do just a basic criminal background check, basic, you're going to see something like that. I'm sorry. Well, I why, why would I, here's a question. Here's a question. Why would I need I to do a background this, check if I, if I, didn't, I didn't get convicted for it? Would you get on a no, job? Go ahead. I'm saying when you get on a job, people ask you all the time, like, when you fill out an application, they say, um, have you been convicted of a crime? If you say, I haven't, then then why would I tell you that? You get what I mean? Yeah. That's just a question I'm asking. No, no. Most people still do a criminal background check. They do a criminal background check whether you say yes or no. But I really No, I get what you're saying. I don't believe they did a criminal background check. I really don't believe they really they, went they far and did to. a background check. They I don't believe to. they did. They had to. There's no way you invest that money into someone without doing a very basic background check. Criminal background checks are basic to any job. Very basic. So, I don't know. Like, because are the job now. I have right now, they, they didn't are. do a criminal background check. They're... They're basic, bro. They do they do uh, criminal background checks on a lot of on a lot of jobs. So they didn't do it on mine. And I teach students. But well, I I was uh, applying for the post office. They do a, a background check because so postal workers go postal. Right, right. But you're not going to tell me that someone that makes thirty thousand a year is going to get a thir- more thorough background check than someone that's making twelve million a year. But you there's history of postal workers going on shooting sprees. Yeah. So it's different. That that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it, now, does. it doesn't mean that. No, it doesn't mean that. Hold up, hold up. Just because just because your background is clean or something doesn't mean that something wouldn't happen in the future. Yeah, I'm not so saying, I'm saying, but it, at least they know. Okay, this person doesn't have a history of you know crime. 
So at least they, when when it all goes down, they can say, "Oh well, we never saw that coming." This, but but you're you're missing the point that I'm making. What yeah. I'm saying is that if a journalist can find this with doing the very basic, a, ba- a very basic search online, you can't tell me that that New England or or Detroit did not know that. You can't tell me. I'm that. not. I'm I'm not saying that they didn't know it. I think what I'm saying is, what I'm I'm not saying they. I don't think they. It was something where, because sometimes when people when when people get out of get out of prison or they convicted of something, they most likely may not get a job because of that conviction. But if you were saying that this person didn't go to jail because somebody accused him of something, then as a corporation, at times people would be like, well, he didn't he didn't go to jail for that, so it is what it is. You know what I mean? So I think that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. In my estimation, I, be, I, be, I believe the teams in this case, and I believe they didn't know. You say you don't, don't believe him, right? I don't okay. believe that. Jeremiah, you believe him or you don't? Um, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I think the the stuff that came out that said he was a teenager and you know this happens. I'm like, nah, this just don't happen because you 21 or you you're a young adult. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I I don't I don't get that. But at the same time, I understand that it 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 takes hard. It for a woman, it takes a lot of um. It takes a lot for her to explain what happened to her. So I get I get both sides of the story, but at the same time, from a corporation standpoint, if you wasn't a lot of corporations think like if you wasn't convicted of a crime, then I'm I why should I why should we worry about anything if you weren't convicted for it? If you found out guilty, then it's like I'm not gonna say nothing either. You know what I mean? So I think that's what those people were saying. But there, no, there's a difference between saying. We understand this happened, this and the other, but we're not going to allow that to deter us from moving forward with them. They're saying they literally had no knowledge of this, and that's what I'm saying. That's complete BS. I believe they knew about it. They just did not move forward with it. In but here's the thing. I mean, but that's, but that's what I'm saying to you. If they knew about it, but he wasn't convicted of it, then it's it's useless. That's you know what I mean? No, like, but you, no, like that, but that's, that's fine if you say that you that that is something you 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 found out, you knew about it, but you believed his side of the story, and you were finally moving forward. They literally said they had never known about this. They had no knowledge of it. So that's totally different than what you're talking about. I get what you're saying. But that's totally different because if you're saying you literally had no idea that this happened, that means that you did not see this when you were doing the background check. And there's no way on this planet you can tell me that a, a journalist has more power in doing background checks than a corporation that is investing millions of dollars into you. I, I'm sorry. There's no way on this planet they did not know this. I'm not saying that, that it's, okay, it's not okay to move forward with him as, as a coach on your team, but to say you literally had no knowledge is BS, and I, I, nope. I completely believe that. I'm, what I think what I'm saying is they may have known, like you're saying, and they, they, they probably sweeping under the rug and lying to, to to the media and telling, like, we didn't know. But at the same time, I wouldn't – I think any corporation, if you don't get convicted of a crime, if somebody asks you, if they find out you do a background check, oh, this is on his record, but he didn't commit, he, he didn't get committed of a crime. Oh, okay, we good. Like that's just how people are. Like I don't, 
I think if you, yeah, I think, right. I think That's until you story. get convicted, they don't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Look, That's I'm completely, story, I'm completely okay. I'm completely okay with believing that they didn't know, and I think, I think Derek is completely okay with believing that they didn't know. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, man. Um, let's move on to the. Um, we got some NBA talks to talk about. First, talking about with Dwayne Casey getting let go. He's actually played. He's actually coach of the year, but got let go from Toronto after losing to <laughs> big big asterisk because he's not a coach of the year. He was not the coach of the year. No, he was coach of the year. They gave him the they gave he him the was, award. He was nominated. Yes, he was nominated, but he was not the coach of the year. Oh, he was nominated coach of the year. My bad, Dwayne Casey, but, but given the award, right? Yeah, that's oh, what yeah, I'm thinking. Sorry. Wrong word. He was given the award, but he is not. He is not. No, no. a better coach than. I know what you're saying, and I know why you're saying it. But the reality of the situation is, he's the coach of the year, and he's the coach yeah. of the year who got who got awarded the award and then fired. And got let go. That yeah. that right day there. Off. That that right there. That is insane. I have never. Never heard of you getting an award for being the best at your position and then getting fired a few days after. George, never. George Carlos. George Carlos. I didn't see it, so never in my world has it ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this is ridiculous, man. This is ridiculous. LeBron is a coach killer, and I love it. It, that's insane. Nah, no, nah. man, he is, see, man this is a LeBron was, situation. You cannot get away from the fact that this right here is caused by LeBron because of LeBron and in response to what LeBron just did to Toronto. It is. You a, can't get around okay, that. I'll, I'll give it to you. It is in response to LeBron. The problem is, it's the wrong response because. If you look at what Dwayne Casey did, especially from between last year and this year, he switched up his system and got more from his players this year and basically had the exact same roster as last year. So, and got to a number one seed and all that stuff. Um, the only thing you can actually say bad about Dwayne Casey is that he, he set ran the road. into LeBron James. No, he ran into LeBron James the last three years. That's the only bad thing you can say about him. Because but everybody's run into LeBron James for the last three years. No, I'm okay, sorry, listen, last seven but years. He, but My bad, eight. There's a difference between running into someone and someone having your heart. LeBron has Toronto's heart. So that's the reason why they lost. Every last year, this year, uh, it's the reason why they lost every time they played against them in a series. Because I, I think you, sh- I think like I, like I said, it's the wrong response. Because Dude, I they would have lost the series anyway. They would have lost, lost the series anyway, anyway yeah, but they shouldn't have lost in four. But the problem is, the problem is, I think that they need to go ahead and and move Lowry or DeRozan. Wait, we're not I there yet. Yeah. Now, well, no, no, I'm just saying, I think you, if you're going to point the finger at someone on that team, you have to point your finger at one of those two, not Dwayne Casey. I do believe that they missed Bismarck Biombo. I think trading him away, was, was, or letting him go, rather, was, was a mistake on their end. But Yeah, that was, that, they, that's when they lost and, the heart and of their team. And P.J. Tucker, too. 
I think P.J. Tucker was with, with Toronto last year. So I, I, like, there are some moves I think that they, they should have um, they should have done now you differently. Bring in the third debacle, okay, here's, here's the thing. Now, if we, if we have anything to say about Casey, here's the one thing you can say about Casey. He didn't get the most out of players that other people have been able to get more from. So elaborate. Like I said again? I said I was just saying elaborate on that. Okay, no problem. Like a Serge Ibaka, right? If you look at Serge Ibaka when he was playing with um with Oklahoma, he was mm-hmm. different. He was better. He was more effective. He can shoot the three a little bit more and he was a great rim protector. He went to Portland mm-hmm. and no I'm sorry, not Portland. I'm sorry. He went to Toronto and then he disappeared. Mm-hmm. He completely disappeared. Right. He was supposed to be the rim protector you bring in to stop a situation like a LeBron. At least, at least give it some type of you know um, impediment, but nothing. Mm-hmm. He did nothing in this series, and he didn't get a lot from him. He got a lot from DeRozan, right? And he got a lot from Lowry. But when it mattered, he did sit DeRozan. Now yes. I thought it was a pretty decent move, but at the same time, he's the best player on the team. And he's the most productive player on your team. And though he's having a bad series, right? You keep him in if the he's game not because effective, if he's not effective, what's the reason to have him out there? I didn't have, have him out there because sitting. when if he gets if he turns on, he's he's good. He's somebody who you can use on your team. Like not just use, but he's somebody who can actually turn on and change the the narrative of the game. But if you sit him, I, there's I no possibility have... he comes back and does that. I don't have but he is. With him he is the one who said what he said about um about LeBron. He is the one who said we don't have a LeBron, so we can't win. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So he he that is the one. LeBron has his heart. Right. He is the one who LeBron absolutely has his heart and apparently his loyalty because he <laughs> he can do nothing in this series. <laughs> I, 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 I so that's think, my one thing with Casey. But see, here's the thing. That's not fireable offense. That's not Man, great. Yo, you, great coaches get the best out of those type of players. Your coach, mm. right? Brad Stevens, the one who you really want to say should be the coach of the year. The reason you think he is the coach of the year is because he's able to get out of L what other people can't get out of L. He's able to get out of Visage what nobody apparently can get out of Visage, right? He's able to get – I had to bring it up. Here we go with that. But he's able to, he's able, he's able to get you, the most out of all these guys who nobody else can pull that stuff from. <clears throat> all these guys have all right. the great potential, but where's the productivity? Great coaches pull productivity out of potential. Casey right. did not pull productivity out of all this great potential. Right, but here's the thing, though. It's it's not it's not fireable what he did because it is. It's not. It's not. It so, is. Well, they, well, then, are you going to say the same thing about Brett Brown? Here's the thing, though. Brett, the, Brett the difference Brown between did. Brett Brown. They went to five. They went to five. They didn't get swept. Every year you're getting swept so, by the same so, guy. And here's the most ridiculous part about that whole situation. You got a team before y'all played them that played the Cavs and took them to seven with a superstar and role players. And y'all, right. and y'all, lost, and y'all lost to them with a better bench, 
a better bench, and two superstars. That's why he got fired. No. No, I, to me, it was a... It you think he got a, fired because um, he's black, huh? No. In Toronto. He's black in Toronto. <laughs> and, Drake, and Drake is trying to take the team over. That's why. No, I, I, I seriously believe it was just overreaction because, like I said, if you're going to apply the logic that you're applying to this situation to Casey, you have to apply that to Brett Brown because the first three games, Brett Brown did not do what he, he was supposed to do. I still don't even believe that he did everything he should have done because the fact that he let Markel Fultz sit on the bench the entire series is ridiculous. So dude, they I think see that, that dude every day in practice. Uh, yes. Apparently yes. he has not been impressive. But Ben Simmons wasn't impressive in this series either. But yeah, here's the yeah, thing, he, though. Y'all, y'all, not, get, y'all not getting a thing about was, the – He was trash. In fact, y'all not getting a thing life. about that series, though. The series was they took them to five. They took them to five games. They yeah. took but they, they, they took, took Miami to what five games right? They took them to five. It's a difference between you playing somebody, you playing a team, but like like using them. Toronto's mentality is probably like, yo, you couldn't get it done, and you got two superstars, and you got a bench. Where Indiana got one guy and a bunch of role players, and they took the cast to seven. But y'all got two people. We the number one seed. One of the best records in the league, and you can't get a game. Come on, dude. Yo, and Brett is different. I'll tell you why, right? Think think about the situation. Now, Toronto has at least been in the conversation for years, right? But Philly has been the doormat of the league for years. They've been the the joke of the league for years. Everybody's been trusting the process for years. The process finally pays off. Finally pays off. And you're not only in the conversation, but you're in the second round. They ain't never been there before. They've never been to the second round of the playoffs before. I mean, my, my bad. This new recent 76ers team. I was about team, to say. Has, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. This new, yeah, this new 76ers team has never been to the second round of the playoffs. The people in Philly okay. were excited to even be there. They were happy to be in the dance. It's been so long, right? So they're finally in the dance, and they're happy. You don't then go fire the guy who got you to the dance after this long, extensive process. The process finally paid uh, off. Well, well, no, because if you're talking about not being able to get the best out of your guys, look at what Brett Brown did against Boston and how he You're not going to tell me he didn't pull the best out of T.J. McConnell? Who's T.J. McConnell, McConnell prior to the situation? Your, he's not your top two best player in the, on that team. Ben Simmons. No, he's is, not. And this is the point. He's Vito. not. Ben he's Simmons not one of your had two. a plus he's minus not one of your two best. He, if you look at the plus minus rating for, for that series, Ben Simmons is negative 63. But, dude, Ben he Simmons has been in the conversation for rookie player. of the year the entire year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So it's, not like, about, it's not like he's not if you're, at all if you're questioning the If you're questioning whether uh, a coach can get the best out of his players or not, then you have to look at Brett Brown. If you're going to apply that same logic, because both got knocked out in the second round. Look what he's finally gotten out of MB. Both, both, both teams were in a top three seed, right? Top four. Did you right? see what he got out of MB? Yeah. Yeah. Are you able to? But are you able to see that? They still lost. 
No, no, that that's fine. They okay, look, they lost, but they're in the second round of the playoffs. Last year, where were right. they? The year before that, where were they? The year before that, right. where were they? Nowhere, no right. how, no right. in no all estimation when you're talking about Philly as somebody who could be a champion. People thought this year was no. their year. What is that? Yeah, that and that was yeah. that was very stupid. That was very stupid because why was that like stupid? I said, because you guys aren't ready for that. Ben Simmons doesn't even have a jump shot. The idea that everybody jumped on that bandwagon to even think that Philly's going to even come out the East is ridiculous. And he doesn't have a jump shot, but yet he was dominating and in yeah. the conversation for um, Rookie of the Year. He, was dom- he dominated in the season. He yes. may be the Rookie of the Year. He dominated against Miami, yes. But when against Boston, no, he did not dominate. He had one point in one game. One point. I know that. I know that. I saw it. One point. So all I'm saying is if you're going to apply the logic of a coach not being able to get the best out of his players to the Dwayne Casey situation, you have to apply the same thing to Brett Brown. You can't. It's not the same. You can't. It's not the same, bro. Yes, yes it it's is. It's not the same. Yes, it you is. You get swept versus a gentleman sweep. At least you got one game. At least in one game you fought enough to say, hey, um, you know, even though, okay, prime example, you go back to, to the coach of the, um, the, the 76ers. <clears throat> he benched Ben Simmons, but he brought Ben Simmons back on, even though Ben Simmons was in a slump. Why? Because that's his star player. Dwayne Casey benched the Rosen the uh, entire that's time. That's option. It was, Casey, but at the I same think, time. Dwayne Casey, I believe, was, was more, um, he had a, a better reasoning to bench the Rosen. Did he have a better player? Because apparently did <clears throat> One more time. I said, did he have a better player? A player who was playing and better at Mm-hmm. And a person that played better? Yeah, actually. If you're looking at the plus-minus rating, yeah. DeRozan played better than, than Ben Simmons. I'm looking did. at yeah. game impact. Well, that's a different question. But in in in, in my situation, right, I don't necessarily believe Casey should have been fired. But I believe there's justification for the firing if you go in that direction. Yeah. And that's I all agree with that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can you look that. at the justification for it and, and say that you can see the reason why. Um, but like all I'm saying is that I think it was an overreaction because, in all honesty, where has Toronto been? This is like over the last – two, three years, they've been killing it in a regular season. It's just LeBron James is that hump that they have not figured out how to get over yet. Right, and, and that's why I don't believe he I, should have been fired. Because, I mean, he's, right. he's been a great coach. Like, I mean, right. he has, right? They're in the conversation they go, uh, he's, every he's year. He's getting a job. He'll be getting a job very fast because there's no way yeah, he should, a yeah, coach like yeah, that. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but he didn't deserve coach of the year. I don't I don't know what the reason is why um why they didn't give coach of the year to um to your guy. I don't I don't understand that. I don't get it. They said the other coaches didn't vote for him. They, yeah. I think they're jealous and don't like him. Yeah. Think think about I think this. Jealousy. Brad Green's a jealousy to me. This this is Brad Stevens' resume just for this year. Okay? Seventy three point three percent roster turnover from the previous year with only four players returning and seven rookies. Lost Gordon Hayward, 
with uh, five minutes and 15 seconds to, into the year. They missed they missed Kyrie Irving for 22 games. Martin Morris missed 28 games, and the Celtics still got to a 55 and 27 record, second in the Eastern Conference, uh, top ranked NBA defense, and 28 road wins, first in the East. So, and turn Scary Terry into a household name. And and absolutely killed it in the playoffs. So I, 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 you know what? I almost think that they need to go ahead and, and change a lot of the the rules for these uh, awards. Um, because and he I brought don't back know, Drew Bledsoe from the dead. From the dead, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Are y'all hating, man? I no, no, not not hating. That no, I think if you really think about it. Um, these awards, these rules for these awards are so skewed, and they almost, they probably do need to wait until after the playoffs for certain awards, um, because, excuse me, um, I think that when you factor in rookie of the year, you should factor in the postseason. When you factor in coach of the year, I think that should be postseason too, because I don't I don't remember a coach getting a coach of the year award. I might be wrong, but I don't remember a coach ever getting coach of the year and not being in the playoffs that season. I I, I don't remember anyone ever doing that. Um, and MVP should be factored into the postseason should be factored into the into the uh, into the award because it's the entire season. I don't. I don't know. I don't care if it's just regular season um, now, but I mean, they they need to factor in the postseason to a lot of these awards because um, if you're telling me that Dwayne Casey got Coach of the Year because he got the Raptors to the number one seed, this, that, and the other, well, Brad Stevens did that last year, and he got robbed last year for for, uh, for other reasons, but. Dude, why would why would the other coaches not like Brad Stevens? Help me I understand. Don't, well, here, hold, Is he a well, here's the thing. Here's no. Here's one. Here's you the like thing. Sean Payton. The 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 coaches, <laughs> the coaches that vote each get, each get one vote. Okay, so it's not like they can do multiple multiple uh, uh, votes for multiple guys. But I do find it very interesting that Doc Rivers got a vote. And Brad Stevens did. I find it very interesting that that happened. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you could always make a case for Dwayne Casey, Brett Brown. You could have made a case for, um, but to not have uh, Brad Stevens at least uh, ranked third or something. Like it, that's ridiculous. Not one vote. I think that's ridiculous. And and no, I, 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 think, I think I think I think they wait, they no. just. Nobody I think they're understanding what Boston it is though. Honest, though. Nobody expected for Boston to, to to actually be going to the Easter Conference Championship. So what okay, they accomplished from you, this point? Take, no, the voting's already over, and and the voting's over, and nobody expected this. Right, but if you if you take out postseason, if you look just at regular season, okay. No one expected. He wasn't the number one seed. Out, outside of, they were one one seed last year. What was the vote for, for Brad Stevens last year? But they're not one seed this year. No, they were two. 
without yeah, the and two last best year they players, had Isaiah Thomas. Without the two best players, and Jason Tatum was the only consistent starter throughout the entire season. Jason Tatum. What was, their, what was their seeding this year going into the playoffs? Who, Boston? Yep. Sue. What's, what's um, Casey's? One. Okay. So your logic is also making a case for Brad Stevens getting coached a year last year. Okay. But he didn't. Why not? Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to jump on the whole. I think last year they were a false Brad one. Stevens. They weren't a false one. They weren't. Because were. if you think they of were. no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Everybody last knew LeBron team was number one last year. Listen. Listen Everybody to me. That. Listen to me. Last year's Boston roster was actually worse than this year's roster, and this is the roster that was injured. Okay. Only worse so, because we've now come to realize what this roster is. No, well, I told you that that this is what they could do all year. I didn't just. Yes, you told me, but everybody don't know. Well, everybody didn't believe like you believe because what you told me was a belief. It wasn't something you had proof of. I had, I had, now, I had proof. I did have proof. No, you have belief. Argument because nobody knew no, I had, Jason, I had proof Jason Tatum argument. would be with Jason Tatum. Is. If people knew what Jason Tatum was going to be, he would have went number one in the draft, but he didn't because people didn't know exactly what it would be. No, no, he knew he would no, be no. a pretty good scorer, this is but nobody knew he would be good. It, the funny part about it is he was, going to, he was going to go number one in the draft last year if we stayed number one. If you stayed number one, but you <laughs> it's didn't. Only, it's only that he, he that, that still got duped. <laughs> so I, I don't know, man. I, but I, this is what I'm, I'm saying. Everybody didn't know that. So to say that last year's roster was worse than this year's roster is only because we've come to realize what this roster is. Nobody knew no. about um, Terry Rozier and what he would be. Nobody, yeah, nobody knew what this team would be. This is what I'm saying to you. So last year, you can't – well, you can't, you know, retroactively give him coach of the year last year because last year was, was the worst team. I was saying that last year, though. No, I was saying that last year he should have gotten coach of the year. No, no, I, I believe you, but I think you think this award should be at least a, a I don't know, maybe some acknowledgement of what he did last year, and there's been no acknowledgement no. of what he's done. No, 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 it's to acknowledge what he did this year. Like I, like I said, yeah. he has 73.3% turnover rate of the roster that was there last year, with only four players returning. Prior to, prior to them beating the life out of Philadelphia, Nobody uh-huh. expected this Celtics team to be headed to the Eastern Conference Championship. So when the voting yeah. took place, the thought was is that Toronto would actually be in a situation where they would give LeBron a, a bit of a problem, right? And they possibly could be in the Eastern Conference Championship, while Boston would lose eventually to Philadelphia. That was a thought process for most people going into the voting of, of um, Coach of the Year. That all changed over the course of the last two weeks. Does that make sense? During that no, time, I, I get what you're award. saying. It was no, too late, and, and most of it's about the regular season. So that's but that's the, what I was about the, to say. The justification for him getting the award. No, no, I was, this is what I'm. But listen to this though: if we're only talking about regular season, okay, what Brad Stevens did was far more impressive than what Dwayne Casey did. Far more impressive. He did more with less. 
No, nah, man, you saying that's that because saying. that's your team. That's what you're saying. That's no, the reason why. no, no, see, you no, are, no, no. bro. You're not going to Think about it. They had a number one. They, no, no, no. They no, had a number one. They had the number one. They had the number one record listen in the league. Chris, Chris, listen to me. Or number two, I'm sorry. Listen, listen, listen to me, okay? Toronto had what? DeRozan and Lowry. All year long. They had their top two best players all year long. We didn't. We did not have our top two players. Okay? Five minutes into the season, everyone said Boston is done for for the year. Not only did they that prove was. them wrong, not only did they prove them wrong, no, we weren't. Now, but not only that did, was. did Boston, no, we were not. No, because like I told you guys going into this season, this team is stacked 1 through 15. Incredibly stacked. So yes, you did have you did have some some times where guys went down and other guys had to step up, and a lot of people did not believe that they were going to step up. But this is the reason why I said that was because these guys have that on their roster. They have the they had not only just incredible depth, but they have great talent on their bench. So the fact that basically Brad Stevens coached this entire season with a bench and got to the number number two seed, what makes you think that that's not more impressive than what Dwayne Casey did with getting to the number one seed with his top two players? Because I'm not saying you gotta, this because I'm a Boston Celtics fan. I'm saying this because I'm an actual basketball fan. And I'm first of all, I didn't say that. I said because, and you just cut me off. I'm saying because you got to look at what he did. He took that team that was what was they what were they placing in last year? What were they at last year? The Raptors? Yeah, what were they at in the playoffs last year? What were they at overall? I think they were three. I could be wrong. What it was, was it, either three or four. What was, their, what was their final record of the year? I don't know. Okay. I do not know. So, so if they're – Jesus Christ. What happened? Who was that? That's my dad yelling. Sorry. Oh. Um – I say all that to say that um, they just played. He got them to a place that even though you guys had none of your your stars, y'all did have your star. Kyrie was still there, not for the whole season, but for the majority of the season. So he only went out like a couple months ago. So in the meantime, this guy is making Toronto – he's making Toronto good. He's making Toronto – so Pop, he's making them have that number one seed. He's making them a good team. He's getting a great bench. They're killing the Eastern Conference. To me, that looks good. Y'all still had Kyrie. I, listen, no, no, no. Listen to me. I'm not saying it's not good, but we did not have Kyrie all season. I'm not, I'm not just talking about this, this time with him going out with his knee surgery. We didn't have him for a good minute toward the end of the, of the year last year. Before going into uh, before uh, I think it was like around December, where we didn't have him for pretty much the entire month. Okay, we didn't have uh, Al Horford for Jesus, I forgot how long he was out. And like I just told you, Marcus Smart and Marcus Morris were out both twenty eight games. But they not to, they so, not superstars, man. You talk about why it's more impressive. But that's why I'm saying it's more impressive because if you're going to sit here and tell me it's more impressive that two superstars got the number one seed over a team 
that did not have two of their top players for the entire year, okay, and got to the second seed with pretty much their bench. Hey, look, this, this year. you're going to tell me that Toronto was more impressive, that's I, I, look, this I, that's year, blowing Toronto, me away. Look, this year, Toronto went 59-23. and 23. The Celtics went 55-27. and 27. The 76ers went 52-30, and 30, right? Mm-hmm. This, that's that's this year. Now on the yeah. flip side of that, last year the Celtics won fifty three games, so fifty three right. and twenty nine, <laughs> right? And they were the number one seed. The Raptors won right. fifty uh, fifty one games. So from a year to year improvement, right? You're looking at now. Keep in mind, from a year to year improvement, you're looking at the Celtics go from fifty three to um, fifty three wins to fifty five wins, right? But the Raptors, with this pretty much the same exact roster, went from 51 wins to 59 wins and the number one seed. The very so you're impressive saying that thing, that you're you're saying that what eight more wins is more with with your entire roster intact and two superstars. You can't say Kyrie wasn't there for the season. Let me let me just understand what you're saying. Are you telling me that that's more impressive? Than a team with a 73.3% turnover rate with four of their players coming back from last year, from that 53-win team last year, to come in with seven rookies this year and not have two of your, all, your superstars there on your team, one for the entire year and the other who was, who was uh, off and on, you're saying that Toronto doing it with a healthy team is more impressive than, than the Celtics with with an injured team. I'm saying that Toronto is the number one seed. I'm saying that the well, Celtics my had. Are you saying that? I'm more saying impressive? that the Celtics had two All Stars on their team throughout the year too, which is no, Kyrie and no, Al Horford. No. Oh no! So now so, Al Horford is, a, is, a, is a, oh Jesus! Y'all, y'all no, no, are no, not no, consistent, no, 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 no! I don't believe in Al Horford. I don't. And nobody should. <laughs> but and, and it's an, ridiculous. He, wait, not wait, wait. Answer Alvarez. this question: Is he an all-star? He's been an all-star. He was an all-star team this year. All right, multiple times. Saying. So Kyrie and Al Horford are two all-stars on the team. They had two all-stars most of the year, and the Raptors oh, had two boy. all-stars most of the year. And the Raptors had an, a more impressive um, end result and had a more impressive seating at the end of the day. That is. So that the, is. Stupid. That is stupid. Get him, Ernest. Stupid. Get him, sincere. Get him. No, no. It's true. What? Get me with what? You're gonna sit here. Now you're going to get. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, no, no, no. Listen. Now you're going to give Al Horford props. Now I'm not giving him. No, we're not saying we're we're not giving him props. We're saying the NBA. We're not giving him props. We're just saying the NBA is calling him an All Star because he was on an All Star team. He's an all-star. You have Kyrie. Yeah. He's been voted all-star multiple times. Who? Hey, look. They're all-stars. You, you're talking about not having you're, – you're saying, woe is me, right? Woe is, the, woe is the Boston Celtics. They've been out here with no help. They, they don't have any great players, but there's two all-stars on the team the entire year. Only the last yeah. hit of the year Kyrie gets hurt and goes down, right? And then yeah. you have two all-stars on the other team. Talk to so there's no woe is me. And you're saying um, you have an impressive rookie. Who's the Raptors' impressive rookie who comes out of nowhere and helps them out? 
right? So now you have the Raptors who don't have this new impressive rookie or all, all that other stuff, right? But they have four oh, more God. wins and they're the number one seed. Oh, my God. Talk to them. Talk Y'all to are them, seriously going to sit here. No, 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 no. Listen. Y'all going to sit here and now act as if what Boston did this year with far less than what the Raptors had. Let's not I'm not saying that. Anybody. Not saying no, 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 no. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask this. Let me ask this. What, what the Raptors had on paper to pretty much everyone outside of Boston and Boston Celtics fans, you're going to sit here and tell me on paper that the Raptors winning with their team pretty much intact was more impressive than what Boston did. Yes. Forget forget the record. You seriously think that's more impressive? It is. Yes. That's it really ridiculous. is. That is that is so stupid. I, I I don't even I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't even understand Yo, that. Can I can I tell you what's more impressive than than that? What? What the seventy sixers did. <laughs> right. All right, man. Thinking about, let's go to the way over time. Oh, God. Let's go to the, the these finals, man. We got Western Conference finals. We're gonna start with the East first, since we have a Celtic fan on the thing and get him a little bit more heated as he is now. Let's start with Yo, them and the Cavs. Can I tell him why it's impressive? Just can I say one? I just want to. Tell I would you love to hear your your reasoning. Is last year last year the Seventy Sixers won twenty eight games. This year they won fifty two. Mm. That's all I'm okay. That, 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 that's okay. why it's more impressive. But go ahead. Okay. So, so come on, let's, let's, see, let's talk about the series and then get your hold on, opinion. Hold on, yep. but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me respond. Are you saying that's more impressive than the Raptors or more impressive than the Celtics? I'm saying it's more impressive than both of them, to be honest with you. Jesus Christ. I, I don't see how. Because when Gordon you don't see how down, when in 28 games no, no, last no, listen, year and when it fixed two games this year, it's more impressive. Listen to me. Listen to me. When Gordon Hayward went down, everyone basically condemned Boston to the bottom of the conference. Man, y'all didn't have they Gordon Hayward last did. year. All you <laughs> had was like, you're not listening. You're not listening. Y'all didn't have Gordon Hayward last year. Gordon Hayward was you're lame. You're not listening to me. You're not Kyrie listening was to the me. man. Kyrie is the no, reason you're everybody not. thought Boston was going to be something, not because of Gordon Hayward. You love Gordon no. Hayward, and yes, Gordon Hayward no. is going to be an impact player, but it's not because no. of Gordon Hayward that the team is going to be something. It's because Kyrie Gordon is Hayward. on the team. Hey, hold up. If you really want to be real, if Gordon Hayward stayed in Utah with Donovan Mitchell there, they would be the ones that are in the Western Conference Finals and not Houston. I don't know about that, but I don't know about yeah, that. go ahead. They yeah, would. I, 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 <laughs> I don't I'm know about that either. They are. I'm y'all, not. y'all forget. Y'all forget what kind of player Gordon Hayward is. Y'all, y'all really do. I'm and sure I guarantee he's going to come back he's and remind us. He's going to embarrass you guys for even saying this. Okay. He will. Who? Gordon Hayward Gordon Hayward back and embarrass us for talking talking um for saying what we're saying right now. For saying that the seven First off, Gordon Hayward is not Larry Bird. He's gonna be a second rate. <laughs> he may just at least average maybe nineteen points a game. Okay, see now I know you don't know anything about Gordon Hayward. You know nothing about him. <laughs> Because this is a guy that in Utah. You don't know nothing about my man. Don't you know You know know literally nothing about him. Because if you actually pay attention to Gordon Hayward, every single year his his average was higher than the last year, okay, in Utah. 
Now he's with the with his uh his Butler coach. Um Right, 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 that right. And that reunion is going to be sick. It's, no, it's, it's going to be sick. It's going to be – look, I believe Gordon you. Gordon Hayward averaged a double-double last season. Y'all forget Dude, this. He I believe you. But he, hey, let me ask you a question. You let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Hey, let me ask you a question. What no. happened last season? They got swept, right? Right. Okay. All right, let's get to the top of the final. They did. They got swept. Okay. But you talking like okay. if he was with Devin Mitchell, they wouldn't have lost to Houston. What are you talking about? They got the same people, worse than team in Houston. I no, mean, on, in Utah. last year they actually had Rodney Hood. They had, uh, um, Jesus. Oh, not Rodney Hood. Uh, uh, like that. Joe Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying yeah. they, they even had a yeah. year-to-year competition. Uh, man, you, uh, you, uh, you as fagazi no, as we are. Man, you no, are fagazi as we no, are, bro. No. Fagazi. Can I, can, I, can I explain myself? Cause I no, because you, because you, because it's too crazy. You explain yourself. Let me explain myself. No, you didn't. You cut okay. us off. No. Let me explain myself, okay? <laughs> I'm saying with their turnover rate with their team last year, their team was really good last year. Despite what y'all actually think, Utah was really good last year. They had a turnover rate. I forgot. I don't know what their, their percentage was, but they, they, they lost Gordon Hayward. They lost... Uh, Rodney Hood, they lost Joe Johnson. Um, they lost another. I forgot someone. Someone else. Was, uh, uh, was Ricky? I think Ricky Rubio was was on that squad too. So they they lost a, a considerable amount of guys on their squad from last year. For them to do what they did this year is very impressive. And if you think that 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 they would not have gone to the Western Conference Finals with Gordon Hayward there, healthy, with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert? No. Please. Last year, you talking about, you ever think they would have beat Golden State Please. last year? I, I said this You're talking about this year. year. No, oh, okay. I thought you said last year. This year. You're giving, no, him, this you're giving year. him Gordon Hayward. You're giving him Gordon Hayward, right? I'm saying if and they Donovan had Gordon Mitchell. Hayward with Donovan Mitchell, Jay Crowder, Rudy Gobert, all those guys that they have on that squad right now with Gordon Hayward, you're not going to sit here and tell me that they wouldn't have been able to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Because Gordon so. Hayward plays both ends of the court and plays both ends well. Okay? I still, so, I still don't give Gordon Hayward. And, look, most people believe that Gordon Hayward would have been the guy, if he were playing with Boston, he would have been the guy who was going up against LeBron this time, right? See, y'all think it's just one person. That's the problem. No, because no, no. It would have no. been, been Gordon Hayward. But, it would have been Gordon Hayward starting, but they would they're they're going they would switch Marcus Smart, uh, uh Marcus Morris, who's done considerably yeah, well I, in his career against I'm, LeBron. I'm gonna say this, bro. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Actually, I don't know for a fact that. Oh, you know what? We got to get into this conference. We got to get into these predictions. Um, we'll yeah. get into the predictions. So let me let, let, let I mean, that's what Jeremiah was trying to guide us. Let me um let me fall back and just make my final point about this that Jazz team. If he were on that Jazz team, I still don't believe they get past the Rockets. That's just in my opinion. Okay. Now they were close to getting past the past the Rockets, but they still they lost. What, what was the record at the end? Of it, it was a um four one, right? Yeah, but think. So, but if you if you if you and I understand it. Remember, I think it goes to it goes to it was maybe closer. six or seven. It goes to six or seven if you have Gordon Hayward, right? I give you that. It goes to six or seven, and I still believe in game seven. Here's the thing. Yes, Harden disappeared. 
he really he didn't have a great game for that last game because when it when it matters, he loses Hart for some reason. I don't know what's going on with Harden, but CP3 did not. CP3 right. showed up. Does I that forget make sense? which game. Yes, but I forget which game it was. I want to say it was four, where uh, Donovan Mitchell. Maybe it three actually. Donovan Mitchell fouled. He had like three fouls early in the game. I think it was like the first or second quarter, and he had to sit out pretty much the entire quarter. You're not going to sit here and tell me that because they lost their, um, with them losing their momentum in that game, that if they had Gordon Hayward there on the floor while Donovan Mitchell was on the bench, that they still not would not have been able to win that game. You're not going to tell me that. There wasn't. No. You're not going. Well, they did not because Gordon. And I'm gonna tell you why, because Gordon Hayward didn't do nothing. He wasn't he wasn't spectacular against Golden State. So okay. it, my thing is, if he if he's not spectacular, you're you're basing this based off of him with you guys. Because last year I didn't hear no, the same I'm not. energy. So I'm just saying you to said, you, he would he would have been he would have been, been good. He would have been good, but I don't think he would have. It would have mattered. I mean, it would have been he would have had what a good. 19 points. I told you, 19 points, bro. He wasn't. He was. He's just an okay player. I thought he was going to be the next okay. big thing, but time has okay. come, bro. They may even, if they That's smart, funny. trade him and get rid of him and get, go get um, go get Kawhi. Then you'll uh, have whatever, a shot. Whatever you're, whatever Honestly, you're I'm, I'm keeping it real. Nah, they, they, I'm they keeping it real. No. But, yo, they won't get no. rid of him. Here's why. They won't get rid of him because of that relationship. Like he he did well with Butler and Butler Butler was phenomenal, right? And so now you're gonna bring back that relationship with him and his old coach, man. Him going back with his coach in that type of situation, and now in the NBA with a great team, man. There's no way they're getting rid of um Hayward. He ain't going nowhere. Let me ask you a question. um, That coach is there. He's going nowhere. Let me ask you a question, um, sincere. If this team, if they, if 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 if, let's say let's say this, let's say. And um, Kyrie is out, and Gordon Hayward is the leader of the team. Do they beat the Cavs? Who? Boston. If Boston, if Kyrie is out like he is now, but Gordon Hayward was healthy and ready to go, do they beat the Cavs? Okay, so now <laughs> let me let me no no let me give you my prediction. Right, I'm not oh, sure God. that no I'm not sure that the Cavs beat this Boston team without Hayward or Kyrie. Thank you. I'm asking you. Thank you. No, I'm no, asking you I'm this. So, no, no, so no. I'm asking you because it's a hypothetically. I know, I know. If you add a Hayward to this team, then that makes them even more potent than they are now, and I'm I'm giving LeBron even a worse shot to beat that team. You bugging, bro. Now, granted. This are, you, are, no. are, you, are, you, are you – you are – I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. You're making great, you're making great podcast moments right now. That's great. <laughs> I'm not doing that's that. Great. Uh, no, yes, you are. That's great, bro. Bro, that's the greatest thing you're doing. Deep I'm down in your heart, that. you're in your mind. You're saying 4-0 Cleveland right now. In your no, mind, no, you I'm know not. you're saying no, that. No, I'm not. No, you I'm know not. you're saying that. I'm not. You're saying that. Bro, I'm not. I'm gonna tell you why I'm you not are, saying bro. that. Dude, listen to me. Listen to me. The Indiana team. The Indiana team with Victor Oladipo and a bunch of other guys took LeBron to seven. You know why they took LeBron to seven? Because they had heart, and they didn't stop. 
and they didn't quit, and they had a, a situation where they believed they could win. Now, you're going to take a, a team that doesn't even have they, – they don't have to have that premier guy, but they everywhere across the board, all those guys are great together, and they have a great coach. We talked about this. The superstar is not on the court. He's on the sideline, and the sideline yeah. guy is the guy who's going to be the big thing you have to deal with, right? And so LeBron has to deal with a team who believes they can beat him. They believe they can beat him. They don't even – they're not thinking like that he's going to come in here and kill us or destroy us. Now, Tatum is a little bit of an issue because Tatum, Tatum's a rookie. So Tatum kind of has that, that whole LeBron is phenomenal thing. Does that make sense? So I, I get it for Tatum. But everybody else on the team, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris, those guys are not scared of LeBron. If they're not scared of LeBron, they can take him to seven. If they take him to seven, they go to Boston, and they're in that situation, LeBron can lose. And I'm not making great, know, great podcast moment. I'm just saying the truth. You, 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 you're, you're, you're in the moment right now. Game one is going to say everything. If they get blown out in game one, you're getting swept. Now, look, look game one. Who, who's game getting one? blown out? Y'all. Okay. Yo, Did y'all get blown? No, no. Let, let me, me ask you a question. No, 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 no. You had enough time. Let me ask you a question. No, Did y'all get not, Did y'all not get blown out? Did you not get blown out when they got that new team? And in, in Cleveland, did y'all not get blown out? That's we true, we did lose that game. We did lose See? that game. See, Rick, Rick People get quiet when facts get thrown around. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Because what you're doing is you're not factoring in other things as well. Okay, you, you everyone for some reason. And your hand coverage. Every team, let me talk. Other, everybody allows other teams to have this this quote-unquote slump during the regular season, right or wrong. Everybody talks about how right. teams have slumps. But for some reason, right. we're blind to that when Boston was Boston, okay? That was right after the, 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 the all-star break, this and the other. They were still uh, – uh, some guys were definitely still tired and, 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 and injured at, at that point for both teams, okay? So let's not act as if that's not, that's not a reason for that. But I thought all of a sudden we don't talk about regular season when we talk about playoffs. That's what everybody keeps talking about that. Oh, regular season doesn't matter. But now all of a sudden now it matters for, for the series, right? No. Listen to me. Boston has – if you're going to sit here and tell me that Indiana can push Cleveland to seven games and they don't even have half of the talent that Boston has with this injured team. I'm not even talking about Gordon Hayward and Kyrie and – and, and all those guys that are sitting on the bench. This injured squad going into this series is better than what Indiana is healthy. And you're not going to sit here and tell me that that squad can push Cleveland to seven games, but that Boston is going to uh, uh, get swept or a gentleman sweep. That's not happening. That's Here you go. Let, let me tell you hold something. On, hold on, hold on. Listen to let me. Let me tell you something. Defense, we're, we're, we're one of the top defensive teams in the league, both regular season and postseason, okay? Not only are we great on defense, we're great with rebounding, transition game, and with, with, uh, with our offense, with an injured squad. What I, to- I told you this uh, a few weeks ago, Ernest. Boston, what Boston has to do is – 
try to limit LeBron James as much as possible. It's not you're not going to be able to limit him and get him to to slow down. That's impossible. But you limit him as much as possible, and you stop everybody else. That's what Indiana did. Exactly what Indiana did. But you're gonna sit here and tell me that Boston can't do that. And if they do the exact same thing, because for some reason people think that that the team that we're going to see against Boston is the exact same team we saw against Toronto. That's not happening. Okay. I'm not Boston saying that. Is not Toronto. Listen to me. Here's Listen the here's, here's the thing, the guys bro. That bro here's the up thing. In Toronto will not be showing up against Boston because their defense is too great for them to be able to show up. Here's the thing. Kevin Love is on LeBron James' knee. That's the thing. If you could, if you guys could stop Kevin Love, then you guys gonna have a great series. If Kevin Love is averaging twenty plus points a game with you guys, then you guys gonna have a problem. That's what but, Indiana but, did. But, Indiana stopped but, Kevin Love. So That's what I'm saying. Boston can't do that because he played good against you guys this year. He's no, averaging he twenty plus play. points against you guys this year. Listen, LeBron couldn't get anybody. Anybody in the Toronto, I mean, in the, in the Indiana series, to get to 20 points, no one on that team could could score 20 points outside of LeBron James. You're not going to sit here and tell me that they're going to do that against Boston. That they that they that they're going to score 20 points plus with whether it's Kevin Love or J.R. Smith or Tristan Thompson. Those guys are not going to be able to do against Boston what they did against Toronto. I'm sorry, that's not happening. If you think that that's going to happen, you don't know I'm basketball, saying, or you don't know. I, I do know basketball, and what I'm telling you, and I'm gonna sit here and tell you this: that one, it depends on the benches. If first off, first off, they said, and I, and I saw this on you Sports. You gonna sit center, right there and tell was, him that? I'm gonna sit right here and tell him that that King James abuses Al Horford. He loves playing against Al Horford. It's chicken. It's barbecue chicken and and, and 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 Jimmy Nix when he plays against Al Al Horford. So that's one thing. Two, they said Kevin Love averages great points against Boston. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying. I understand, bro. Like I want to see Boston and Golden State in the finals. I want to see that. But in actuality, I believe that I believe Boston could take them to either six games or seven. That's what I think. And then the Cavs will win, either in six That's or cute. seven. I, I'm That's just cute. being honest. I'm not. That's I'm not lying. Horrible. I'm not, I'm not saying I, if y'all lock down other people, then I, I'll change my resort. I'll change it. I want to see y'all in the finals. I'd rather see y'all in Golden State versus. I, I'm honestly than LeBron. But yeah, you would rather you, see it because you think that that Boston is going to be swept by Golden State, and and that's not going. Golden State's going to sweep. Golden State is going to sweep. LeBron, it don't matter. It it, it don't no, I'm matter. That's, that's your reasoning for it. No, I don't care who who plays Golden State. If Golden State gets to the finals, they're winning. The hardest thing for Golden State right now is Houston. If they beat Houston, if they beat Houston, Golden State's going to beat whoever come out the East. Matter of fact, any team coming out the West, if Houston come out the West, well, I don't know about that, but if Golden State come out the West again, they're going to beat whoever's on the East. Like, it does. It, it, it may. I'm not saying y'all going to get swept, but I'm just saying that it's going to be a 4 All right, so, um, uh, Ernest, what do, you, what do you say about this? What's, what's, your, what's your prediction? What's the Eastern Conference my, prediction? Shoot, didn't my even prediction. get my prediction. No, we, we, we got you. Actually, let's get to us first. Go for it. You got an idea. 
You didn't get my prediction. Let's get your prediction. Go for it. I think Boston wins at seven. Okay, that's good. I think um I think Cavs in six. Okay. Um I think But if the Cavs if they get to a seven, Boston is seven. Gotcha. I kinda of agree with that. I agree with that. No you don't. It just you not, just it, said if, if they get to Boston at seven, they're gonna lose. That's you just said that. No, I said if they go six, I say Cavs in six. It depends on how Kevin Love is playing. That's what I said. If y'all could get him under 20 points, then y'all can win this. That's what I'm saying. It depends you on role players for Cleveland. Kevin Love has not had a great time playing Boston. Which and y'all Boston, y'all right? know these predictions are going to change after yeah. we get to um after after game one. Game one for everything. Let's go to the, let's go to go to State and Houston, and then we can. Okay. Gentlemen sweep. Up, what do y'all got? Go ahead. Gentlemen sweep. I got the gentlemen sweeps for the Warriors. Okay. Well, what about you? Um, I'm 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 saying going to stay in six. Okay. I agree, I kind of agree with that. I believe I believe Golden State take game one. I believe Houston takes game two. I think Golden State goes home and go crazy and go up three one. They go back to Houston. Houston takes that and they go home in game six and says, okay, that was nice playing with you guys. And now it's over. So that's how I see it. Now, that's, I mean, I really believe. Now, look, here's what I don't like. I don't like how um, what, what Draymond, I don't like Draymond in that jacket and the way he talked about um, about the Rockets, right? He's like, look, man, no, we ain't been trying to play them like that, but they in the way. So, I mean, we want another championship. We, that, we want a championship, another one. So they in the way. So if they in the way, then, I mean, it is what it is. You know, we get out to play them. So, I mean, it's nothing, right? And he, he comes off a little bit as if they're guaranteed to win this championship regardless. Now, in my estimation, they are. And I think we all kind of have kind of, you know, succumbed to that fate, that they are guaranteed to win another championship and as many championships as they want as long as this team is together. The only thing that would stop them is if LeBron goes and joins the Rockets. But outside of that, or he goes to Philly. But anyway, so but outside of so that. So you don't think that a healthy Boston Celtics team could win against Golden State? They could challenge a Boston State. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> a Boston State? No. Oh, my gosh. Now, you know say Boston State? I, I mean, they can challenge, they can challenge I, the Golden I, State. My bad. They can challenge the Golden State. But they you, can't you know beat what? the Golden State Warriors. Okay. You know what? I'm glad you think Gordon Haywood. You think Gordon Haywood could stop KD? I'm sorry. You think Gordon Haywood could stop KD? There's no stopping KD. Like there's no stopping LeBron James. But but there's yes, no stopping KD because Curry. Because, because I mean, because hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to me. Did Flash Brothers are real? Did the did the Celtics not beat Golden State in Golden State in the regular season this year without Gordon Haywood? They so did. No, going, no, 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 You're about to go ahead and say that's regular season. <laughs> but then you just said no, no, something no, no, about, no, 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 no. about Boston versus Cavs. No, what I'm talking saying about, is you're, Y'all not I'm consistent, dog. No, no, no. I'm saying your argument is not consistent. <laughs> my argument is not consistent. Oh, my no. God. Because oh my you, just, God. you just gave no credence to what happened in the regular season because no. between the Cavaliers. No, I did not. And now you're no, giving credence to what's going no. on right no. now. No, I did not. You did, no, I did Derek. Not. You did. No, I did we not. Because the Golden State game, the Golden State game 
was before the, the Cleveland game. Okay? What? Before that. It was before that. Who cares? Like it's all in the regular no, season. No, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. What I said was, yes, we got we lost to we lost to Cleveland, but we lost to Cleveland because this was a this was a point in the season where guys were 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 either injured or tired, and going into the and going into the All Star break. Before that game, we 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 played against Golden State without Gordon Hayward in Golden State. Wait, weren't we they coming back from the All Star break? Which game? That game. Look. Let me let me check because I, I from what I remember it was before it was before so the they Cleveland have been game that tired <laughs> in middle of the season middle of the season <laughs> so so hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on because I remember everybody talking about Cleveland being tired or or even Golden State being tired in the middle of the season but when Boston is tired in the middle of the season then then that there's no credence to that. That's what I'm talking about. Look, That's the inconsistency look, let, let me I'm ask talking you a question. about. If they were tired then, how are they gonna feel now? Oh. Against against Cleveland? Are they gonna still be tired? I'm sure that I'm sure they were tired going into the, the second round. Because guess yeah, they what? Be they, played game, they played a seven game series against Milwaukee. You can this to turned a, around a two days then. around and came to beat Milwaukee. I mean again came to beat uh Philly and beat them at five. Dude, the Kings so went sure seven straight games. He went seven games and then came back and swept Toronto. Okay. I can't give him a Y'all gave him red. Y'all gave him red. Y'all should have ended that red. situation in uh, you Philly. Do, you, you're doing the speakerphone thing again. Yeah, you can't. No, I'm do sorry. That. You got to keep that same energy. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I think what it is is that I'm, I'm walking with my phone down. But what I'm saying is y'all didn't sweep them. Y'all should have swept them. Yeah. Then y'all could have had as much rest as Cleveland. Y'all giving LeBron James rest. They only had one day more rest than we did. But look, if if we stick about? to this rock, hey, let me ask y'all a question. If we stick to the Rockets Warriors just for a second, what? How can we? How could the Rockets win? Please just tell me how could they win? What scenario will play out where the Rockets win the series? Chris Paul yeah. has to play like he did. Uh, this last game against Utah. No, basically. they both have to play. Both no, I'm of them. saying they ha- he has. I'm saying he has to play the exact same way that he did against no. Utah in that last. I'm game. not talking about him. I'm talking about James Harden. James Harden had 19 points. Chris yeah, Chris Paul Chris had Paul 41 had points. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying he but has to play it, the but exact if same you way. can't beat. You're not beating Golden State with James Harden scoring 19 points. That's what happened. No, no, he, he's you know saying right. they both have to play. No, he's saying I'm not saying that, anything about Chris yeah, about yeah. James Harden. No, he's, he's saying I'm it right. Saying, he's saying Harden has to play um, up to his level and CP3 has to play up yeah. to that game five level. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were saying, saying. saying they have to play. I thought you said they have to play like last game. And I'm like, last game wasn't a good game because – because if Chris Paul didn't make shots, they would have been in Utah a couple nights no, ago. because if you think about it, James Harden is really good at drawing fouls and getting to the foul line. And to, I mean, to the but he was choking. So, he started choking. No, no, but listen, listen to me. All I'm saying is that he's really consistent with drawing, with drawing contact and getting to the free throw line. If he's able to do what he does and Chris Paul is able to do what he does, Clint Capella is able to do what he does, if everybody plays their role perfectly – but they also stopped doing this 
three-point shooting barrage that they that uh, that they do, if they actually try to drive into the lane and and whether that's that's getting a uh, 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 fouled or or whatever, but if you shoot higher percentage shots than just the three, they have a really good shot at winning against Golden State. They really do. So let me ask you a question. They they do a great job on defense. What do they do if Golden State is clicking on all cylinders, defense and and offense? Then they have to do what New Orleans attempted to do is outscore them. They're not going to play great defense because that's not what they do. So they have to figure out a way to outscore Golden State. They have to make sure that the pacing of the game, now either they can try to control the pacing of the game, which is really tough against the Warriors, or they have to figure out a way to play with their pace and be better at it than them. But they don't move the ball as much, but the ball movement is a little bit better now with the Rockets. So So here's here's the question. they They have to outplay them at their style. I think at the end of the day, at the end of the day, First off, I think the Warriors is pissed off that people are saying Houston is going to beat them, and I think Golden State in mind saying we're going we're going to give them we're going to give them this treatment. And if they play, Golden State Achilles heel is always turnovers. If they play with less than ten turnovers in the game, and they take care of the ball and they do their pass game, and people that their bench is helping out, they they're, they're, they're playing very good defense and all that. If everything, uh, Oreo machine, I could even see them a gentleman sweep or a sweep just to make people – and if they sweep, I'm going to tell you all this straight up. If they sweep Houston, then y'all moms will just say, hey, um, y'all can stop playing in Boston and, and, and Cleveland. Y'all moms will just give them the trophy because if they sweep Houston – You already Houston, gave them the trophy before this part of the conversation. I did, but what I'm saying is if that happens, if they sweep Houston, if they go in and take two games and then in game three they take game three and, and it looks like they're sweeping in game four, I don't think who's going to stop them in the East Coast. Now, would you say the same thing? Would you be saying the same thing? And I'm asking this to Derek too. Would you be saying the same thing if it's very obvious that they did what people believe that they will do, which is Harden disappears and CP3 disappears because the moment's too big. If they do that, and it's obvious that they did that. Is it still a situation where you believe that no matter what, they're going to the Eastern Conference and sweeping whoever comes out of there? Um, I just don't. I think. I think. I think honestly, and I, I, I'll be honest. I think that Boston will be a greater, a greater situation for them, like defensive wise. But I don't. I don't think Cleveland has a chance, bro. Like I. I I think last year, I, I, I'm, in my mind, I'm like last year they got the, they had a team with Kyrie, with a healthy Kevin Love, with a, a championship team, and they lost in one. They lost in five. Only way I can see them doing a gentleman sweep this year is if it's NBA politics. But if it's not NBA politics, if they let them just play, they can get swept. You know what I'm saying? I, the only reason why I say I say they don't get they that. Celtics may not get swept is because Celtics has too much heart, and I don't get that vibe from Cleveland. Like, I'm getting from the team of Cleveland that we got LeBron James, so we ain't going to get swept. You hear what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, not, it's not Brad Stevens' system or the fact that they have no, it's to play system. much better it's defense? Yeah, it's the system, and it's the defense. He's giving, he's giving credit to all that. He's giving credit yeah, to the Celtics. He's giving credit. 
No, dude. Oh, no, no, it's, God, it's that brother. It's that right it's it's that heart. Heart. y'all have heart. Heart creates defense. Heart is like y'all not going. We no, going to try to heart, stop y'all. Heart, heart is just determination. What I'm saying. Dude, so, is, so, grit. so if you have heart, what I'm saying, if you got heart, no, what then I'm, what I'm you playing hard. That, that's no, no. That's not. That's not the only thing because you have to give credence to the system, not just the heart. I'm saying it, it's. It, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying it's just incomplete because it's not that it's Boston's heart that's gotten them to where they are. It's the heart, but it's the, it's the system. It's the, the, um, the, the, the defense that they actually implement and, and the fact that everybody is buying in to what Brad Stevens has. And these guys are, these, these guys have no egos and they're willing to step up or step back. Whenever in, in uh, for whichever situation there is, because like Ooh. I said, you have you have guys, you have you have uh, Rozier going off one night, you have Brown going off one night, Tatum goes off one night, Al Horford goes off one night. You have different guys that will step up and actually uh, that that will that will be an alleged threat. You don't have that. But, with see, but dude, let me tell you this: if y'all play Golden State, that's the same mentality Golden State has. They of course they they rely on KD and Curry to get them points. But at the same time, they got a bench. At the same time, they, they like, oh, somebody went down, next person up. They got that same mentality. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I think you guys would take Golden State to a five or six series. I don't see it going seven. I, 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 just because you guys don't have a, a, a superstar that can just control uncontrollably. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, you I, I don't have one out there on the floor. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like your, yeah. your superstars, like a Kyrie, is he's injured and he's going to be out for the rest of the season. And and and, and Gordon Hayward with quotations. So yeah, so I I just oh I, don't, I don't I don't I don't see <laughs> I don't see you guys <laughs> I don't see you guys going to seven. I can see an easily six or five situation, but I don't see you guys going to seven. But with Cleveland, I think because they're trying to embarrass LeBron, maybe. I think this year may be a sweep. It should be a sweep. Only way it's not a sweep is if if somebody gets hurt or if somebody if NBA play those politics like they did last year with Game Three, where it's like you putting all these people on the line and people just automatically hitting shots and you know what I mean. So that's the only thing I can say. But all right, so let me ask you this question. Um, I think we already gave our final predictions, right? Um, we say Boston and we say Boston versus Cavs. We give that um, Boston and Boston if they go to seven, Cavs if it's in six, right? Um, That's your for prediction. the Warriors. That ain't my prediction. I'm sorry. Yeah, you said you said Boston at seven, right? I said Boston seven, but I can definitely see it being Boston at six. Okay, you said Boston at seven. Um, I got Cavs and six of Boston and seven. Um, now this is all before game one. And Jeremiah, you have Cavs and six of Boston and seven, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay, no, I know you're not strong on that. I think you have Cavs no, all the way. No, I, 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 I actually want to see game one, honestly, just to see how. This I know, goes up. I know, and, because yeah, we got to see like it all, how it all plays out. Oh um, yeah, Warriors, safe. Warriors, Rockets. We already kind of made our predictions on that. All right. Um, now the last thing we were scheduled to talk about was the was the pair. Are we are we still doing that, guys? Or y'all want to save that for next week? We can run that. And like we we're we're trying to get out of the studio now. 
That's up to y'all. All right, let's do it. You down, Jeremy? Um, I need to do some back exercises with my wife. Um, okay. But I don't need to do that. But you guys, you guys gonna <laughs> do that? <laughs> All right, now nah, we can we can we can knock it out next week, man. We can knock it out next week, and and here's what we'll do. Um, we'll put it out to the um to the universe, right? We'll we'll put it out in our debate field Facebook group. Um, you know, we'll make the image and then put it out, and then kind of get people's opinions on it, and then we'll bring that to the table next week. Are y'all down for that? Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. All right, man. Um, final few. Go ahead. You want to go first? No, I'm good. No, I mean, Derek, like this has been <laughs> one of those episodes where where it's kind of like, it, I don't know if it felt like two-on-one to you. I hope it didn't. But um, Hey, look, no, even if it was two-on-one, I won that handicap match. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you $300,000 you didn't. But um, okay, okay, but but, but that's like okay. your pay, that's like your salary. <laughs> but um, but do you want to do final field? What's your uh, final field? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I, I, I go with mine first. I go with mine first. Um, in 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 this situation, I'm I'm looking over at what's going on with um the NBA and. And and I believe that this is going to be one of those um, one of those telling things. From this point on, I believe Rockets Warriors will be one of those series, or, or one of the type of series, a playoff series that's a rivalry, and it's a very intriguing. And I, I guess it will be a ridiculously remarkable one if it goes to like six or seven. Reason is is because there's so much history behind this team. Right, there's so much history between Durant and Harden. Um, there's a lot of history there, and I think that that storyline is great. It reminds me of when they were together, and I know y'all remember when they were together with OKC. And I love the fact that I thought that OKC team would be phenomenal, and I thought they would be phenomenal for years. If you think about it, they had Russell Westbrook, they had Kevin Durant, right? Um, they had Serge Ibaka and they had James Harden, and nobody knew exactly, you know, what that would all be, but it looked so promising and ridiculously awesome. I think the same thing um, is kind of going on or would have been somewhat going on in um, in Philadelphia. I thought that in that team, because they're so incredibly young, and I thought that they would grow together well together. And I think right now everybody's thinking that. Everybody think at the end of the day it will be Philadelphia – versus Boston for years to come. I actually believe um, that that situation will end a little bit more like the Oklahoma City one than anything else. And I don't believe that it will be that for years to come. So even though the NBA will be compelling for years to come, I still don't believe that we know exactly why it will be compelling and who will make that series, uh, will, will make great NBA TV. At the end of the day, I really believe that from this year, well, I'm sorry, from next year for the next three years after that, the most compelling thing about the NBA will be Boston versus the Golden State Warriors. Okay, so let me let me let me just ask you something based on what you just said. Are you saying that the um, that the Boston Celtics 
um, Philly rivalry <laughs> is going to end the way you think that's going to end the way OKC did with what? I'm I'm gonna say this. Well, it'll end in, in this way. They won't always stay together, and they won't be what everybody believes they're going to be in the Philly? future. So yeah, Philly won't <laughs> always be what people believe they're going to be. It's not okay. going to end that way. People believe based on what they saw this year. So you have um, a r- rookie of the year candidate. You also have a young Embiid. You have a Markel Fultz who's supposed to be, you know, great at some point. Not now, but maybe sometime in the future, right? You have a very young team with a young nucleus, and you believe that that will be the story of the Eastern Conference, not next. I mean, from from this point on, right? Because the process has finally been completed, and now all of a sudden you're going to see Philadelphia be that type of team. I don't believe that it ends like that. I, okay. I just don't. I don't believe that they're the story of the NBA from this point on, even though that's been the narrative. I just don't believe that narrative. No, I I agree. I don't think it's. I don't think they're the. Uh, I don't think they will be everything everybody thinks they're they're going to be because, um, simply for the fact that they're not going to be able to keep all these guys together. Like it's just not. And not if they're going to go after a LeBron, Paul George type of free agent this year. And if they actually get that person, I, I, I think you actually see something to where they might even be willing to get rid of Markel Fultz. I think Markel Fultz is in the same predicament th- in, 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 to Okafor right now. As being I think the, the closest thing to what's happening in Boston in the Western Conference is what's happening in L.A. How? Because they have a very young team, and if they were able to get two young stars, right? They have a they have a good coach. They have a really good young team. If they were able to get two stars, right? Then I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll be on the same pace as the Boston Celtics. Okay. Yeah, I think it more so depends on who they get, because I think they'd be. I don't I don't see them getting LeBron. In all honesty, that uh, no, they're not going to get LeBron. Anymore. But if even if they get a no, they they're not getting LeBron. I, I see. I I could see maybe a Paul George if he decided to not go back to Indiana. If you add Paul George to Indiana, that 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 Cavs series, I think, would have ended a lot differently. No, I think, I think they lose the heart I at that so. point. I I don't I don't think so. I don't I do. think so. Um, because I think a, a Oladipo Paul George one two punch would be really good if if uh, if Paul George comes in and he plays like Paul George, you know. Um, but I, I see what you're saying. What's your final feeling? Shoot, I had one. I just I don't remember what it was. Um, go go ahead, uh, Jeremiah. You go ahead. I I, I gotta. I forgot what mine was. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I think in every black family, there's classic movies for that <laughs> black family. Yo, I love Jeremiah's point of view. Um, I quote him every week. Um, there are classic movies like, you know, of course, Color Purple. Um. I don't know why New Jack City came on my house party. 
um, just those classic movies. And there's a classic movie that came out in 1988 called The Com- Coming to America. It stars Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, and some other great people in it. Um, um, I, I just went blank on other names of it, but those are the two main characters, James Earl Jones. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson had a cameo in it. You know, you had um, Louis Anderson. You had a lot of other people in the movie. So let's just give you, if you've never seen Coming to America, let's just explain it to you. Um, um, Eddie Murphy's character wants to get married, um, but he is set up by his parents to have a marriage. And he doesn't like the young lady that they present to him. So he tells his father he wants to go to the United States to sow his royal oats. But in actuality, he's looking for a queen. And and um, him and his servant, um, Arsenio Hall, go to Queens, New York, and they start working at this place called McDowell's. Now, if you don't know what McDowell's is, McDowell's was a knockoff McDonald's. It was to the point that um, the father of the girl that Eddie Murphy liked was over McDowell's, and he's picking all their ideas. He's telling everything they're doing. There's a part where Louis Anderson comes in to talk to him, and he's looking at all their, their, their secrets, their, their pages, and everything like that. So y'all probably thinking, how does it get to sports? Well, Golden State is McDonald's, and Houston Rockets is McDowell's, folks. Um, <laughs> if, if you don't understand what I'm saying is they built a team just like Golden State to beat Golden State. They built a team to stop Golden State. They built a team to try to shoot like Golden State. They got two superstars trying to shoot, trying to take people off the dribble, and they're trying to do that. But this series will show you the real from the fake, and that's pretty much my situation. There you go. Mm. Good, 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 good. Um, I I just say I I based y'all y'all already know based off of my prediction, but I believe that the um the Eastern Conference. Let me just say this: the Eastern Conference playoffs has been phenomenal this year. It, 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 I I am thoroughly impressed. I'm I'm glad to see that the East is back on the map. Um, the uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with the West next year. Um, but um, I'm just glad that the Eastern Conference is back and uh, that that uh, we're going to get we're going to get a really good series um, out of the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I think it would be a lot better than the uh, Western Conference. Um, but uh, I have nothing else to say. Um, you all know how, how I feel about everything, so it is what it is. Um, those Celtics. I, I just can't believe right. this game is actually going to be on Mother's Day. That's, that's the thing that sucks. I know, really because all those yeah. mothers in Boston are, are going to be really, really disappointed. All right, so... Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So... <laughs> All right, so, um, right. yeah, I, I want to make sure everybody knows um, that this um, podcast will be, it, it's right now on, um, like, I don't know where you're listening to it from. Maybe you're listening to it from Glitch Media. Um, maybe you're listening to it on Trackstar Sports. Um, I want to make sure that you know about the other shows that happen on Trackstar Sports. So this show happens every Saturday, but there are so many other shows that go down on Trackstar Sports um, throughout the week. 
So I hope that you just, like, subscribe to the podcast. Once you subscribe to the podcast, you will get alerted when everything drops, and things drop all week long. Last month alone, there were over 4,000 people who got a chance to listen to Trackstar Sports, and I hope that you are one of those people, right, um, who gets to listen this month. And then you tell your friends about it. Tell everybody. Let them know about it. And if you're interested in, in being a correspondent or somebody who can represent your team, please feel free to email us at debatefuel at gmail.com. Or if you just have comments on the show, we love to hear your voice and we want to hear from you. If you really want to get engaged and you really want to talk to us directly, you need to join that Debate Fuel for Facebook group. That's when you can get in and you can say something directly to Derek. You can say something directly yeah. to Jeremiah. Um, or you can say something to me, but I may not hear it. Either way, um, I'm so excited. Be prepared to get uh, your feelings hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm excited about where Tractor Sports <laughs> is headed, and I'm especially excited about where um, where this debate field podcast is headed. Now, look, if you love what you're hearing, if you love what you're hearing, stop just listening. Don't just listen. Go to our Patreon page. Find our Patreon page and go and donate $1. You donate $1 per month, and that will help us to keep this thing rolling and keep it going. At some point, Derek's going to say, man, I can't do this no more. I'm going to say, man, I don't know if it's worth it, right? We don't want to be in that situation. We want to get – we want to keep rolling. We want to keep it going, and we want to bring in some special guests. So if you want to see this show grow, go to our Patreon page, look it up, find it, and once you get there, just donate $1 per month. You can be somebody who supports this show, right? Don't just consume, help produce. All right, thank you so much. I'm extremely excited about where we're headed. Um, and that's all I have to say, folks. All right, y'all. We'll check y'all out all next right. week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace. God bless. Hey, this is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. And if it's your first time listening to us because you've been having difficulties finding us, maybe you don't have an Apple. Maybe that's not your thing. And maybe you don't have Anchor. That's fine. Here's what you can do. If you have an Android, look. Look, all you have to do is go to the Android Play Store. You can download the Podcast Republic app. It is one of the most easiest, user-friendly apps out there. Just download the app, and once you download the app, you can catch our podcast all the time. Look for Trackstar Sports. It's right there in the feature station, so you don't have to look that far. Look for Trackstar Sports. Go ahead and subscribe, and we'll be very, very grateful. All right, you have a great day. God bless. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's what up, RG. We in the field with the track stars. Shout out God. Shout out my mom. Shout out DJ Jeremiah. Shout out Sean. Shout out everybody. We in here. Hey, this is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Thank you so much for listening to our station. It is a phenomenal day, and you are a phenomenal person. And I thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you're enjoying our Sunday layout. It is, you know, just kind of meant so that you can get a good vibe for what goes on around here. If you don't know about Trackstars, you are missing out. There's a whole universe that you need to know about. Go and find out about the Trackstars. You can go to www.trackstars.com, and you can get everything you need to know about the track stars but for now you're sitting right here with track star sports and you're vibing and you're chilling and you're kind of getting some good information i hope that you really enjoy your day if you want to link up with us all you have to do is call in and we are so happy to listen to you engage with you and respond you have a blessed and awesome day